You're listening to the Emerging As Me podcast with me, your host, Caitlin Cox, a show to encourage and uplift you with my personal stories and impactful guest interviews. As we work through the hard stuff together, we will empower one another to persevere through all of life's challenges. We'll cover it all from marriage and motherhood, living in rural communities, loss and hardship, and how to keep faith alive while finding hope in your everyday life. The journey of life, as I have learned, isn't always a direct path to success and happiness. I'm traveling down life's winding roads, learning to navigate as I go, always growing and emerging with new perspectives and understanding. I'm constantly emerging as me through all of the things that life throws my way. So join me on this journey as we choose to emerge as better versions of ourselves every day. Let's get into it, y'all. Hey everybody, I hope you are having an amazing day. I am here at home today trying to get some things done and newest wrench thrown into the system for me on today's Monday. I'm recording on a Monday and the newest wrench thrown into our plans this week <laughs> was Kate's school closing today. So we were pulling into the parking lot and past one of his teachers that she waved me down she said that they were having electrical problems with the building and there was like a smell of some kind of like you know burning something was burning. Uh, yes yeah. so they closed the school there was no power so Kate is home with me today so he may pop in just to say hey or you know tell me to get him something to eat or something like that right now he is watching Spidey and I'm hoping it'll distract him so I am trying to get a little bit done while he is distracted but we've had a good day so far we stopped by saw my mom this morning at her office and had a little visit with her then we came and came back to the house and we've been getting Christmas decorations out putting that stuff up we've got the big tree up and Kane has been helping me decorate and Y'all, it has just made my heart so happy today because I was planning on trying to do a little bit of Christmas decorating today anyways, but then him being a part of it and getting to see the initial transformation of the tree going up and everything, his little expression of just how happy and excited he was. And then he was helping me put ornaments on and he was telling me, he said, Mama, this is going to be beautiful. We are going to do a good job. It's going to be beautiful. It was just so (laughs) precious the way he said it. And he was so proud of the ornaments that he was putting on the tree. It just made my heart so happy. So when this episode airs, it will be the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And that is just so unbelievable to me that Christmas is almost here. Normally, I would not decorate my tree or get all my Christmas stuff out. I have always been a firm believer in like, I'm waiting until the day after Thanksgiving and that's when I'll get my tree out. But you know what? I got two babies and that Thanksgiving break, everybody's home and it's just going to be too hard to try to wait and do it all in that one day like I would normally do. 
So I'm going to go ahead and get started this year a little bit early. I mean, just it's just a week early. So I'm going to start putting up my tree, getting things out, putting the fall stuff up, and just kind of work a little bit one day at a time. And why not enjoy it a little bit longer? Because those babies, I can't wait to see how excited Ashley Keith gets this year because he is about 19 months right now. And, and you know, last year he, he may have seen the lights and looked at him, but he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and Cade's three, so I feel like he's going to be even more aware of all the things Christmas going on around us. And I'm just really excited for it this year. Last year we didn't do a lot of really big decorating because we switched houses with my mother-in-law. So we live right, I mean, like you can see the driveway from our driveway. So we didn't go far, but we swapped houses over Christmas break, like within two weeks. So we really didn't even, I didn't even get out any any of my own Christmas decorations last year. We just had a simple tree with lights on it. We didn't even put ornaments on it. So we kept it very simple last year. So nothing over the top. So I'm really excited this year to go all out. Okay, that's, I guess, my recap of what's happening in life. And today I want to talk a little bit about faith. So I am going to give y'all, you know, the Google definition of faith. And then I'm going to talk about, like, kind of through my experiences, what I have found faith to be or to mean to me. So Google tells us faith. Here's the first definition is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And then they have another definition on here. It's strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. So faith, people look at it as faith as, you know, religious or faith can be, you know, a feeling or, like I said, trust or confidence in someone. So you can say, I have faith in my husband. I have faith in my family. I have faith in da-da-da-da. Or, you know, I have faith in God. That's the religious side of it. So talking about religion, and I know I've openly talked a little bit about God and how I have leaned on my faith in the past for strength and really to just kind of help me get through lots of really hard things. But faith, for me, has been learning how to trust decisions or trust, I'm sorry, let me get this straight, trust plans that I did not make. So the saying goes, you know, if you want to make God laugh, make plans. Well, I have learned that I can make all the plans in the world and foresee, you know, my life going however I want to foresee it. But that does not mean it's God's will and that that's what's going to happen. I've really learned, especially over the past, I'd say, five years, that just because we see our life playing out in one way does not mean that it's, it's going to be that way. So I've had to learn to trust plans that I did not make for myself. I have had to learn to trust God's plan for me. And it's much easier said than done. So I'm a little bit more at 
or a lot more at peace, I feel like, too, with where I am in life now. But the twists and turns and ups and downs, you know, you can question God. I feel like it's very easy to to question God and question your, your faith. And, and when I say question your faith, I mean question your trust in God. But I feel like those are all very natural things as a human or natural feelings to feel. And when that happened to me and I was questioning my faith or my trust in God and like, why is this happening to me? I, you know, I'll go back to the time when we lost Evie and I questioned my faith as in like, why did this happen? I wasn't angry with God. I don't feel like I felt anger towards God. I didn't understand. I was hurt. I felt hurt by God. So I really was searching for the answer of why is this happening? Happening, And there was no, you know, solid answer of, you know, this, you know, nothing that's going to make you make everything better 100%. But by digging into my Bible and reading scriptures and learning about other trials and tribulations of other people and and how they moved through it and they used those experiences to better themselves and to help other people. That gave me comfort. It still gives me comfort and it gives me the feeling of faith in God or trust in God that even though I may not know why this happened to me or why things are happening to me that I don't I don't understand, you know, or why why do bad things happen to good people? You know, we don't know. And there's no 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 solid answer that we are ever gonna have here on earth. Now when I die and I go home to be with God and I'm in heaven, I'll know more. I I have faith that I will know all the answers one day. But right now, I can be content with just trusting my faith and trusting that I may not make the plan. You know, I can make the plans, but they may not go the way that I want them to go. And that's okay. And I feel like as as I'm a 33-year-old woman, mama, typically I feel like everyone in my situation, my age, young moms, where I always trying to control everything in our lives. So we have kids and and families and we're trying to, you know, put everything in our calendars and control how have all these plans, you know, we're going to this birthday party this weekend and we got to go here and there and take the kids to this and that and it gets really I think a thousand times more hectic this time of the year. You're trying to do all the holiday things with your family and go see this side of your family and travel here, travel there, make everybody happy. It can get really overwhelming. And then you have, you know, your plan laid out. It's going to go perfect. And then bam, somebody gets sick <laughs> or, you know, things happen, life happens. And you have to learn to go with the flow. That's easier said than done. But learning to let go of that control has been huge for me. I have had to learn that I cannot 
control that every single day is going to be just as I planned it was going to be the night before. Because like today, you know, Cade's at home with me and he was supposed to be in school today and I had planned to do a little bit more in my office, you know, a little bit more work here, but my plans shifted and we made the best out of it today and that's okay. I feel like becoming a mama that has been my the biggest obstacle for me is having to to learn to go with the flow and deal with the the challenges of not being able to make plans and stick to them because things just happen and that's okay. Hey y'all, are you super busy chasing around kids, trying to keep it together like I am? Well, I'm here to tell you to remember, slow down and take care of yourself. Even if it's just by washing your hair, using a really good deep conditioner, or practicing a skincare routine in the morning and at night. And don't worry, friend, I'm here to point you in the direction of the good stuff. As a cosmetologist of 12 years, I'm adamant about using salon-quality, professional products. But I'm sure, as you know, sometimes it's hard to get your hands on them, especially if you live in a rural community. But fear not, I've got a solution. In the show notes, you can find a link to my Hair by Caitlin Cox salon store. You'll find all the big professional brand name products. You can shop and have it shipped directly to your door. Don't hesitate to reach out or DM me on Instagram if you need help finding the right products for your specific hair type and texture. I would love to help you find a way to take care of yourself. You deserve it, friend. So I'm going to go to kind of like biblically what faith is considered. And this is what this is kind of coming from Google just to reference it. And then we'll talk about it some more. So biblically, faith is considered a belief and trust in God based on evidence, but without total proof. This idea is associated with taking a leap of faith, a common English idea. Among all definitions, faith holds a common thing. Trust. Wherever you're putting faith, whether you're putting faith in a person, duty, or belief, trust is a necessity. I cannot read today. (laughs) So, back to the trust part of faith. Trusting, learning to let go of control, learning to trust God and trust that His plans are better than our own plans has been major for me and when you finally realize that you can trust God and you can trust that he has greater knowledge of you know it's okay if this goes this way maybe your child needed to be with you a little bit more maybe Kay needs me more right now and that's why he's at home with me and I'm in this position where I can give him more love and attention that's how I'm going to look at it I'm going to look at it more positively I hope that everybody takes a little something from this today and that you reevaluate your relationship with what you feel faith is and how you look at faith or your definition of faith. 
do you even think about what faith means to you? So like I said, my definition of faith, I feel like as a as a young adult was not clear. I mean, faith, I, I put it towards like faith is religion. And that's very broad, I feel like. And now or over the past five years, like I've said, going through things, faith really has become a clearer, more definable thing or idea to me. Faith is trusting plans that I don't always desire or always want, but still trusting that God has the best of intentions and plans for me, my family. So, yeah, faith is all about trust, y'all. So today and kind of, I guess, closing, I guess I'm going to go to my Bible and talk just a little bit, you know, how I love to, to give you a verse, you know, to go to go to, to pull from. But I have the book of James open and I have a, my version is the NIV version, but this is the Life Application Study Bible. And I really love it because it has a lot of like extra information that helps you truly break down and understand the context of, you know, what was going on. It's not just the scriptures alone. Um, it, It really gives me a better understanding of what I'm trying to to read and and see, you know, find the meaning of what is in the scripture. So in the book of James, it's kind of, well, it's a letter that James wrote, but it's kind of a, a letter or it's full of practical advice on living a Christian life. So this is kind of going, it's at the very beginning James chapter 1, I'm going to start with, I'll start with verse 1, why not? (laughs) But it's, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. Like I said before, he was writing a letter to the 12 tribes. And verse 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance Finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. So to me, I, what I take from those verses, and that was James chapter 1, verses 1 through 6, I take away that, you know, we go through trials and our faith is tested. But if we go back to our faith and we truly trust God, we should ask God like I did in those circumstances after we lost Eddie or just different trials I've been through. I've gone back to God and, you know, you, you are searching for answers, you know, asking why did this happen? And I got in my Bible and I read and I, like I said, I didn't, you know, a plain in black and white perfect answer, but 
I felt comforted comforted by the words in the scriptures and the answers that I felt I was given by God. So in these verses, it says, you know, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God because God gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But then in verse six, it says, when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. And what I take away from that is like I read my Bible and I found those answers that comforted me. I mean, I could have just decided, you know, that that wasn't going to be enough for me that, you know, I could have turned to anger, I guess, as a way to grieve more so. And those are all natural emotions, being angry, you know, after going through a loss or something like that. But I chose to trust and believe what God was telling me through the scriptures and through the what I found, you know, in my faith in my Bible. And I'm glad I did because I feel like if I if you choose to ignore the answers that God gives you, you just set yourself down a path where you're literally being blown and tossed by the wind. So you you're lost or you you know, you're just rolling through life, letting life happen to you and not trusting your faith. So I hope today that this inspires you to look for the answers that you're seeking in your faith and look at how you define faith and what faith truly means to you. Get in your Bible. Jesus is the reason for the season and Christmas is right around the corner. So there's never a better time to jump back into your faith and really truly find what that means to you. And like I said, I really really think James is a great book to read. It's not super long and it is a good like it's a letter, but that was written to the 12 tribes, but it is a good it's very applicable to living life or how to live your life as a Christian. So it's a good place to start and I really recommend getting the the Life Application Bible. I will definitely link that in my show notes. I've had this one for a couple of years, but I'm sure I know they probably have newer versions or different types of versions. So I will definitely link that in the show notes for y'all. And I hope that today you found a little something, a little spark of, of faith or hope in this. And y'all have a wonderful week and I will talk with y'all again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Emerging as Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and touch more lives. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. To continue the conversation, you can find and follow me on Instagram. Talk with y'all later.